Hey, everybody, and welcome to a special playoff episode of NFL Insights with Brennan. Today, we'll be breaking down the divisional round. As you may or may not be aware, Brennan dominated the wild card round going five and one. So we will, uh, without further ado, take it to the 430 game on Saturday, Eastern Standard Time, of course, where the number one seed Titans at 12 and five will be welcoming in the 10 and seven Bengals. How do you see this one breaking down, Bren? So this is a game that should be fun, in my opinion. It's between two teams that haven't won a Super Bowl yet, so it would be a really nice story if either one of them were to do it. The Titans were the AFC's number one seed, and they had a lot of um, hardship on their and problems on their way there. They had to deal with a lot of injuries, most notably to Derrick Henry, but he's expected to play after undergoing some type of foot surgery back in November, which is great because he basically is that team. Uh, they've been winning games without him, but just really haven't been, they just really haven't been the same. And they've got the week, the bye week to, to rest up. So Derrick Henry should be good to go. AJ Brown should be good to go. And Julio Jones, who they traded for from the Falcons, should be good to go too. And he really needs to step up because he's been very disappointing. He caught a touchdown in week 18. It took him 18 weeks to catch a touchdown, but he did it. Uh, the Bengals, they sure have been a uh, a really good story. They No one thought they would make the playoffs or get even close to doing it, but they did. They got their first playoff win in over 30 years. And um, one stat I saw that's a little concerning is that the Bengals are 0-7 in road playoff games all time. And uh, there was a very controversial call with the Bengals where um, the referee blew a whistle and um, Tyler Boyd caught a touchdown, but there was a whistle blown, and it was later determined that the touchdown shouldn't have counted, so they got a little lucky with that. And um, the Bengals are very, they have a great wide receiver trio, but one thing that's their uh, weakness, and it still it was kind of on display during the Raiders game, was the offensive line. I think Burrow might have been the most sacked quarterback in the league. It's an, they've, it's a lot, it's better than it was last year, but it still needs a lot of work, and the Titans have a great defensive line. They got Bud Dupree, uh, their, their big free agent signing from the Steelers, Jeffrey Simmons, their first round pick from a couple years ago, Danico Autry, another free agent, and Harold Landry, who despite being in the final year of his rookie contract is playing great. So they they barely, they, they really struggled to sack people a year ago, the Titans, and now they're doing it a lot. So I think it'll be a close game, but I like the Titans to win this one. And as a result of that botched call in the Bengals game, there was some repercussions for the officiating crew, yes? Oh, yes. Jerome Boger, the lead official, and his crew will not be working for the rest of the playoffs. And rightfully so. Uh, let's go to the NFC's number one seed, the Green Bay Packers, as much as it pains me to say. 13-4, uh, and four, welcoming in the 10-7 and seven 49ers. A lot of analysts seem to be hot on the 49ers to pull the upset here, but I don't see it. What do you think? I don't think so either. Um, these two teams met back in week three. I remember it pretty well. The Packers jumped up to a 17-0 lead in San Francisco, and the 49ers scored a touchdown right before halftime to make it 17-7. And the 49ers, it was a, they they it was 28-7 with about 37 seconds left. They almost made the comeback. They almost did it all the way, and then... Aaron Rodgers found Devontae Adams wide open like twice with 37 seconds left. And you have to know that's where he's going when the game is on the line. But the 49ers uh, regretted that and the Packers got the win. It was pretty impressive by the Packers, but uh, 
I know the 49ers will definitely be looking for revenge after the way things ended with a Mason Crosby 50-yard field goal or something like that to end the game back in week three. The Packers are on the bye, and the bye can be both a blessing and maybe a little bit of a curse too because you're, you get the chance to rest up, and the Packers have had to deal with a lot of injuries to key players uh, such as Darius Smith, Jair Alexander, and David Bakhtiari, but also maybe you're a little rusty and you can be a down by like a touchdown or something like that and you take a while to get going. Um, yes, the, the 49ers are a bit injured themselves. Uh, Fred Warner suffered a little bit of an ankle injury, but we'll be fine. Nick Bosa is in the NFL's concussion protocol and there's he's he's still up in the air. I think he's expected to play, but we're not going to know until a couple of days later. And Jimmy Garoppolo, he's been dealing with a slight thumb injury for a while, and now he has some a sprained shoulder on his like throwing shoulder, I believe. And um, yeah, Garoppolo has really just struggled to stay healthy in his career. That's been the story. Um, maybe the 49ers can make it close, but uh, every time I, I say this about the Packers, it's, I, it's what I think will happen. I've picked them. I've repeatedly picked them to win the Super Bowl. Um, every week I've picked them to win games. Um, I just think they're the most complete team from top to bottom, in my opinion. I think they're the best team in the NFL, so no reason to stop picking them. So I'm taking the Packers here. Yep, and you were calling them your Super Bowl pick since, I think, about week four or five. You were on them early. Like week 10 or so. But yeah. Um, let's go to Sunday's game, uh, where the defending champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 13-4 and four will welcome in the 12-5 and five Rams. Uh, Rams just absolutely pasted Arizona. Yeah, I was a little surprised by that. I didn't think, I thought it would be a closer game, but no, the Rams were up 21 to zero in like the second quarter or something. Kyler Murray threw a horrendous pick six, and that was when I knew the game was over. I still decided to stick around, but yeah, the Rams just dominated on offense and defense. Um, like the 49ers and the Packers, um, these two teams met also in week three. Uh, Bengals versus Titans is the only game of the weekend where they did not meet in the regular season, by the way. Just throwing that out there. Um, the Rams and Buccaneers met back in week three. The Buccaneers defense was really struggling back then. Um, Matthew Stafford threw for over 300 yards and four touchdowns. And yeah, Tom Brady, the the, wide, the, wide, the Buccaneers wide receiver core was healthy at the time. Chris Godwin was playing. Antonio Brown didn't play that game due to a positive coronavirus test, but now uh, fast forward, and now he's no longer on the roster after quitting on the team. And now Chris Godwin has a torn ACL. I mean, it's Tom Brady, and they do have some guys at wide receiver, like Mike Evans, Rashad Perriman, Tyler Johnson, John Brown, who's on their practice squad. And Leonard Fournette, playoff Lenny, as people like to call him, or is expected to return, which is a huge boost. And it seems like Ryan Jensen, their center, who got banged up during the game against the Eagles, is expected to play, which is good, but... Um, the bad news is that their their great right tackle Tristan Wirfs is a long shot to play, and he's he might be the best right tackle in the league, so that would really hurt. And the Rams have a great pass rush, great players on offense and defense all around. Um, you got Aaron Donald, they got Leonard Floyd, and they got Von Miller, who wasn't on the roster back in Week Three. Neither was Odell Beckham Jr., who they picked up after the Browns released him. Uh, the, the Rams wide receiver core was a lot different back then too. They had they had Deshaun Jackson who caught of like a, about a sixty yard touchdown. They had Tutu Atwell, this rookie who had some speed to him, but he suffered a season ending shoulder injury. And then they had Robert Woods at the time who um 
who was a really good wide receiver for them. And when he tore his ACL in practice, that was a huge loss. They've been making it work. Uh, Matthew Stafford's a good quarterback, and they still got some talent there. Odell, Van Jefferson, and of course, Cooper Cup. But um, uh, last year, when the Buccaneers were going on their Super Bowl run, I picked the Saints to beat them, I picked the Packers to beat them, and I picked the Chiefs to beat them. But I eventually regretted that all three times because the Buccaneers won all three of those games. I realize I'm doing this at my own risk, but I'm taking the Rams here. Gotcha. Uh, do you assign any blame to Arians for bringing Wirfs back into that game after he was hurt once early on? Yeah, that was a mistake and shouldn't have happened. All right, and we wrap up the weekend with uh, what the game that I'm most looking forward to. Uh as the Kansas City Chiefs welcome the uh, Bills into Arrowhead, the Chiefs went twelve and five, and the Bills were eleven and six. Uh, both looked pretty impressive in their respective playoff wins. How do you see this uh, boiling down? See, the Chiefs started off slow. That's I feel like that's usually how they are, but then they started to pick it up, and they blew up the Steelers again, like everyone expected. Uh, the Bills. Uh, they dominated the Patriots. They had seven straight touchdown drives. They, I think they were the first team in NFL history to never um, punt, kick a field goal, or face a fourth down at any point during the game. It was straight-up offensive domination, and the defense did their part. These two teams met back in Week 5, and um, the Bills won in Arrowhead 38-20. It was a blowout. The Chiefs were still in that, having their early season struggles, especially on defense, and that in the first half of the season, they were arguably the worst defense in football. They were giving up 30 points per game and just were terrible. But then they started to turn it around. And the offense wasn't all that great in the beginning of the year either. Patrick Mahomes was committing millions of turnovers. I think he was the NFL's interception leader for a couple of weeks. But they started to turn it around on both sides of the ball. And now they look like a team that could go to and win the Super Bowl. Um, the Bills won that game back in Week 5, but... One player that they don't have anymore is Tredavious White, their their top cornerback, who suffered a torn ACL in their in the win over the Saints on Thanksgiving. That's a huge loss, and Tredavious White pretty much locks down one part of the field. So now you're without your top cornerback against guys like Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey, and that's no good. The I believe the last team that beat the Chiefs twice was the 2018 Patriots. That they beat them in Gillette Stadium in the first meeting, and then they went into Arrowhead and beat them again there. So that's, and then they went on to win the Super Bowl, and that's, and that was a really good test for them, the beating the Chiefs twice. And that's really hard to do, especially in Arrowhead. Mahomes has only lost one game in Arrowhead his entire career. So the Bills did it once, but to do it again might be too much of a challenge. If the Bills win, it would be one great story, but um, I'm picking the Chiefs to win this rematch. And there you have it, folks. Don't forget to follow Brennan on Twitter at PhD in NFL. And be sure to come back to us next week as we break down the uh, conference championships. Take care.